Hey there, this is Greenberry. And I'm Kirsten. And we are Adult Buddy Finders, the podcast. Yes, we are. We're going to find you a buddy. Yes. Who's an adult? Yes. (laughs) Because this stuff is not for kids. This is not for children anymore. We're in season two. And if you're coming back, thank you so much for coming back. But if you're listening for the first time, we are talking about adult content. We're talking about that kind of buddy. Oh, yeah. The wink, wink. Yes, yes. Uh, In today's episode, we are going to talk about unicorns. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's basically usually a female. I believe a male can also be a unicorn. We're going to learn a lot today. We we really are. But here's what we know. (laughs) So this this normally female uh, is going to join a couple for sexual relations. Yes, not in front of us. Oh. But that's what a unicorn does. I mean... (laughs) Is going That's what I like signed up present. for. <laughs> no promises uh, on uh, any sexual relations ever. There's yeah. never a promise. Yeah. I'm very excited to learn more. I have a lot of questions for her. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Do you know anything? Like, have you ever encountered a unicorn besides? I have not. Okay. But I um, met this guy and was very, very attracted to him. Okay. And we hung out a few times. Um, I actually went up to San Francisco to see him. And he said, you know, I have something I need to tell you. Okay. I am dating this woman. And, um, and we, we, would, we would love if, like, you're a part of the relationship. He, I would be dating him, not her. Oh. It was an open relationship. Thruple. Yeah, oh, but I don't even think Thruple yeah, because you're not with her I, at all. I think it's more polyamorous. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I would be dating him, and he would be dating her, and she was more of his main thing. Anyway, I thought I, I sat and thought about it for a long time, and I decided, you know, that's not not my thing. So you're not a unicorn. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no. So the, the unicorn is, as we kind of talked about, it's a bisexual woman typically, or at least one, maybe she'll tell us if there's like a male term or if it is also man unicorn or oh, yeah. just unicorn that happens to be a guy. <laughs> identifies as well. So for this specific unicorn, female, bisexual, going into a uh, heterosexual, yeah. uh, relatively committed relationship for like a an encounter like not long term yeah yeah from what i understand that it's just yeah a sexual thing that's short term a fling a one night or many nights it can happen a couple nights yeah like anything it's kind of it's kind of your way to have a three-way right yes yeah but what's great is that what makes it unicornish is that everyone's having fun Oh, <laughs> it's a it's a bore if it's a not sometimes fun. you know somebody's getting a lot more attention like this time it's a, it should be very balanced. And ba- balanced. We're gonna and find fun. out how balanced that. Unless is. you have a bore, then <laughs> hey, I'm a bore. <laughs> I just come in and break couples up. <laughs> You're talking about like an actual bore, like yeah. an animal. No, yeah, or not b o r e, whatever. Not the, not how B-O- you spell it one way, the other way of spelling yeah. it. The type that's the meat, you know, the boar heads. Boar. It's just ham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't invite ham into. Who actually? I bet we could find somebody like a food. Uh, that's a that's a topic to think about. Food. Oh yeah. If food you have a sex. food fetish, please uh, go to our <laughs> go to our Facebook page. Let us know. We want to learn more. Yes. We'd love to hear hear all about it. We want to know everything you want to know because we probably don't know anything about it. Mm, not yet. We're not trying yet. to learn. Really, mostly is our role yeah. right now. Yeah. So have you ever had a unicorn? 
and and even though I am in a marriage, I've never had a unicorn. Yeah, never. I don't about think I have in. the confidence for it. <laughs> I feel like I would be like so like why actually weird. I this this is probably gonna get cut, but it's so because it's so boring to talk about dreams. But I did have a dream that he was going on vacation with a woman, and at first I was like, yeah, that makes sense, and I was like, that does not make sense. Oh. I do not like it. I would not like him going on vacation with another woman, so I don't think I'd like him. That that was actually interesting. Having, I like that. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. It was you. No, it wasn't you. It was Brigida, if you're watching. Brigida. If you're listening. Oh. Yeah, he's not coming back. I know. That's why I can't have a unicorn, because he'd ride off into the sunset with the unicorn. My fear. Especially this one. Natasha Liu, she's so funny. She's so cute and and sweet. And I hope she doesn't mind being called cute, because some people hate being called cute. Yeah. I'll take any compliment that's given me. I'll cut it out if she hates it. But She's cute. I think cute can come back. We're going to... We're bringing cute back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Natasha Liu is our unicorn today. That's who we're talking to. Why don't we talk to her now? Yeah. Let's do it. Great. Hang around with you. a lot of things of course we're going to be talking to her about being a unicorn but Natasha tell us about yourself what are you up to so I am an actor and I'm also an executive recruiting coordinator at an ad agency and oh, yeah cool. just up to I don't even know what I'm up to anymore yeah. <laughs> just like too many things and also nothing at the same time <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you as a hilarious improviser and sketch performer yeah and I'm still doing improv oh yeah. cool nice because we're coming, especially in Los Angeles, we had a long, long uh, quarantine. Where are you performing lately? The Clubhouse, oh, cool. and we also have done Zoom shows. Yeah, But yeah. the Zoom shows aren't very fun because <laughs> of, like, technical difficulties and... Um, yeah. Depending on if the audience is, like, muted or not, whether it's, like, radio silence or if they aren't muted and they're like, come on, turn off the TV, you know, yeah. like, stuff. All sorts of crazy stuff happens on those Zoom shows. Or your friends text you because you're trying to do a YouTube live stream yeah. improv show, and they're like, oh, oh, it's lagging, like, really bad. Can you do anything about it? And you just can't. Yeah. And then you just do this, like, an hour-long show. Oh, my gosh. For your like, teammates. Yeah, <laughs> for each other. So comedy is fun and very rewarding. Very rewarding. We do it for the fame and uh, for the Zoom likes. <laughs> and for the money, yes. definitely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. The money that we pay out. Oh my yes. God. To just like throw away money, yes. basically. Just keep spending like money on $400 improv classes over and over and over again. Great investment, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Natasha, you actually told me what. Uh, unicorn means I had never heard that term before I met Natasha and you're just kind of a very I would say I would say quiet reserved personality so to me like I was like oh I don't <laughs> I, I don't I wouldn't even know what this uh, would mean and and how you would get into it and so that's always the quiet ones that you have to <laughs> be careful with that are the unicorns that are the unicorns <laughs> and that's where you find your unicorn like for the quiet ones yes so wait first of all what is a unicorn yes a bisexual person that plays with couples and it can be one ma- male or female yeah male female non-binary um and yeah they're called unicorns because they're so freaking rare <laughs> yeah so and you're always with a straight couple 
Is that was that was that part of like the unicorn terminology umbrella? Is that right? Because we were trying to define it, and then I'm yeah. realizing like, oh, maybe I don't have it right. Because we were like, maybe it's different if you're a different gender. Yeah, gay, gay couples can have unicorns too. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I actually don't know if. Um, for a gay couple if it would be called a unicorn but yeah. i'd assume so yeah. <laughs> yeah i wonder if that's more rare or less rare or yeah what? yeah okay so so you're you're a unicorn because you're bisexual and you're happy to join in a threesome yeah yeah and how did you find this out oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the story starts i was 19 okay and I was living at the clarinet house near USC. Okay. And the clarinet house is this house where like a bunch of classical musicians, uh, clarinetists live. And oh, that's adorable. <laughs> it literally is the clarinet house. Okay. That's yeah. so cute. And you play the clarinet as well. I don't play the clarinet. Oh, My best like... friend plays the clarinet. Uh, so that's how I ended up there. I just oh. needed a place to stay. <laughs> so they were having this like classical musician clarinet party <laughs> kickback thing classic band camp situation. <laughs> so a lot of sex <laughs> and someone at the party for some reason i gave her my phone and she was like can i just swipe through your tinder and just um give people a random address just to see what would happen so she just like swipe um swiped right on like one. Oh. <laughs> um, for some reason, it just like threw in a random address near UCLA. Okay. And um, I don't know why I was okay with this. I was 19 and just kind of like, oh yeah, do whatever you want. Were you under the influence of anything or you're just like having fun? I was probably really tipsy. <laughs> and fun. Okay. And then um, the next morning I like checked if anyone actually went to the address and um, actually a, a woman responded, this oh. like beautiful woman. Oh, and wow. I was like, wow, like I actually want to get to know this person. I like her profile. She seems like really cool. We have similar interests. She's active. And um, so yeah, then we actually met up at Pine and Crane in Silver Lake. Okay. And she said that she uh, had a boyfriend or has a boyfriend, and uh, they were looking for a unicorn. So okay. that's how it like magically happened. <laughs> Very magical. Unintended. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, they they uh, she basically went on Tinder to look for another woman, and then revealed that she was oh, looking that's for a kind unicorn. Kind of an interesting sly way to right? do it. And a little yeah. catfish here. Hmm? A little. Yeah, because. I was under the impression that she was looking for women to date, but she said that her boyfriend is okay with her dating women in addition to dating him. Okay. Oh, like an open relationship. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. They're couple. in something called the lifestyle, so okay. they, they swing and they go to play parties, and that's, I mean, they really opened the door for me. Oh, interesting. Wow. So you met her, and you also ended up liking the the her partner as well you were like okay yeah yeah so first day I met her and uh, we ended up doing a phone call with her partner in her car after the date okay and then the second date I did dinner with her and her partner and okay. then we fucked or actually we went to a sex <laughs> store and then fucked afterwards <laughs> so you had you did you hook up with her or it was you hooked up with both of them at the same time mm-hmm Oh, wild. Yeah. Was it a lot going on for the first time? You know, how did how did that how did you handle everything? Was it just like second nature? 
my first sexual experience was actually a threesome. So. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like you're literally made for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a threesome guy-girl, or was the threesome... How, how, did, how was your Guy-girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I snuck out of my house to hang out with a friend, and we decided to go to another friend's place, and then we just took turns blowing and making out with him. <laughs> I was like 14 years old, oh and I was like, gosh. oh, this is what blowjobs are, I guess. <laughs> it's an activity that all your friends can partake in. <laughs> no equipment needed. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I would think about is like the jealousy like aspect. Like, yeah. you know, we kind of talked about that. Could we, couldn't we, like, as far as like allowing that in our own relationship. Yeah, when, did you sit down and have a conversation or before, like, with him and her and have this whole conversation of boundaries and emotional boundaries or yeah. did you just dive in? So I think they were, I mean, to this day, they're the best couple I've oh. ever played with. They're extremely communicative. Oh, um, cool. They had... I don't know, they were very honest and they told me, um, we don't want you to feel like an accessory. We want you to, before anything else, be our friend. Okay. Um, and not just be a sex object. Um, okay. And I have felt like a sex object to other couples before. Um, and to this day, we're still friends, which I'm really happy about. And they're still, um, yeah, they're still together. So. Oh, that's good. I just like that... Um, they just like laid everything out and oh that's um, that's important especially for your first time doing yeah, it yeah. it's good to have like the first person or people <laughs> be so clear yeah what were some of the boundaries that you think made that a positive experience so they communicated that they're not polyamorous mm. okay so um they play with other couples and they play with unicorns but there's no in, in their like other partners there's no like nothing deeper yeah mm-hmm. um, that's so it's just important sex yeah. yeah so that you're if you were thinking like you're gonna get into a throuple that you're like you're wanting it to go to the next level that's a great thing to know ahead of time yeah, yeah. that's awesome they also revealed that they don't take one for the team they said that they were hooking up or they were going to possibly hook up with another couple um, when they were traveling, but the man looked like the Monopoly man, but the woman was really hot. So, like, that's one of their roles. Oh, so take them for the team. You mean like we, we're not gonna we're not gonna subject ourselves to a couple if we're not attracted to both of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One other boundary that they had was they don't want to play with couples that don't seem stable in their relationship because mm-hmm. they had been in a situation before where the girlfriend seemed like she was just doing it to make the boyfriend happy and it just made it really awkward yeah that's another thing I wondered if you've ever experienced where it was kind of like because that's of course like the thought of a person who has never experienced a threesome was like you know is it like a jealous is it like they like me better they're like they're giving me more attention is there like sometimes like a show like of affection or they want like to feel like they're the star or do you see that ever I did see that in yeah. the second couple I was a unicorn for. Yeah. It was actually, yeah, the wife tried really, really hard to make it work. Um, it was evident that the husband was the one that wanted to do threesomes, and she was really, really uncomfortable. Oh. Uh. Um, 
Yeah, so... So in that situation, do you just kind of, like, you realize that after the fact, or is it kind of like, have you ever had to be in the situation where you're like, eh, I don't, it's not going to work? In that particular situation, she stopped the threesome immediately. And then she apologized. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry I was a party pooper, but, like, she was going through really intense emotions. Sure. um, I empathize with that. That's It's a lot to see your partner fuck someone else. Yeah. And if you're not in a stable, loving relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if that's something you're not into, even if you do support them and love them, if you're not into it, then it's just not going to feel good. Yeah, yeah. especially if you signed up for a monogamous marriage and then mm-hmm. your partner all of a sudden springs one on you and says, I want to have threesomes. And right. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you try to do threesomes or even foursomes to try yeah. to make the relationship work and then it's just not working and then your husband gets angry about it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> So like, if yeah. you're out there listening and you're in a partnership right now and you're thinking like, oh, I do want to do this, you definitely have to make sure that... It, it, if you want it to go well. Yeah, have that conversation. Make sure you're both on the same page and you're both actually okay with it. Yes. And you're not yeah. just taking one for the team. <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel Literally. like setting appropriate rules and boundaries. Try or Read The Ethical Slut. That's a really great book. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it. To the world of polyamory and open relationships. Okay. Ethical nice. Slut. Yeah. Gonna write that down. So you've expressed the, the couple that you really enjoyed and what they did that was nice. What about the couples that didn't work out? What were some things that made it not a great experience? There was a couple that... I dated them and a friend dated them and I don't want to say the situation was kind of predatory but Mm. the woman in the couple owns a lingerie company and the people that they were playing with were models for the lingerie company Mm. okay that seems a little bit like a boundary cross yeah I mean, you know, people have free will, and, like, sure. you know, they didn't, like, put a gun into the model's head. And, but <laughs> at the same time, it's like, uh, I don't know. That's yeah. kind of a don't date, don't date the boss type of thing. A Although I did, and I married him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they do say don't shit where you eat and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And also, like, there is the idea of how much is, like, your own free will and how much is it, like, this is my boss, and I'm kind of open to it. I think I'm, you know, yeah. and you feel like you want to, like, especially like with modeling I would imagine that your job prospects are kind of limited and you don't want to be burnt you know so there is probably some of that that's kind of a little yeah and then I'm sorry to rewind on that you said dated was that then still a unicorn relationship or was it a polyamorous relationship so I was under the impression that they were polyamorous and I still think they are they were in a throuple with my friend. So they, they were looking to be in a throuple uh-huh. situation. Okay. Uh-huh. And they, to my friend, they said stuff like, oh, you complete us. We need you for this relationship to work. Mm-hmm. I ended up dating the guy. Oh. And just the lack of communication, the omission of information, the... The whole situation was so chaotic. Um, to this day, it still 
gives me anxiety. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It does not sound like a great situation for anyone in that in in that thruple quadruple quadruple yeah and to top it off i was 21 when i slept with them for the first time and he didn't use protection and Mm i i didn't feel like i we were on ecstasy too um and i i felt like i couldn't speak up i felt like okay i agreed to this so i'm just gonna like keep going but it makes me angry that she didn't advocate for my safety right Mm -hmm. yeah and, like, these people are, like, at the time, like, late 30s, early 40s. I was literally 21. Yeah. So that's something that still upsets me. Right. <laughs> and is that what something that happened kind of earlier in, in the unicorn, like, experience for you? They were actually the third couple okay. that I was a unicorn for and arguably the worst couple. <laughs> <laughs> but is it anything that you could, like... I, obviously there's things that I'm hearing and I, if I were like oh I'm I'm interested in doing this like I would want to like potentially be like okay can we make sure that there's condoms or you know like is that something yeah. is it anything that you took to the next the next um, experience in a positive way yeah so you know communicating yeah. we need to use protection yeah. beforehand and then um, adding to that if you're having a threesome or even a foursome you need to switch condoms between partners oh, and even see? use condoms on dildos. I never oh. even thought about that. That's true, huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is one of those like, oh, duh. Of course. <laughs> when, you th- when you break it down, it makes sense. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, no, it's still the same sex. Because <laughs> so. if you like stick it in Alicia and stick it in Sabrina afterwards, you're transferring Alicia's yeah. juices to Sabrina. And, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what about some of the experiences that were positive? Like what was like, can you, do you mind to go into that room and kind of tell us what that was like? Is it equal? Do you like share the love of like, I'm going to be with her and I'm going to be with him. And how does that go? Yeah. So when I was playing with the first couple that I ever played with, um, they made sure that everyone got equal attention and they, yeah, they really, really wanted to make me feel welcomed and not like I was just a like a plaything. Yeah. How do you how do you go about making everybody feel equal and like everybody's getting playtime? Um, we do stuff like together as a group. Yeah. So it's like maybe like I'm making out with him and she's blowing him and then we yeah, we and then we work on him together oh, cool. and then um you know, maybe there's a period of time that he's working on her, but then he'll come back to me and it, it won't turn into a situation where it's like, oh, I'm just watching a couple have sex now and I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, so it's really <laughs> being aware of like who's just sitting there watching, basically. Yeah. Watching the room, reading the room. Reading the room. Yeah, reading the room. <laughs> um, oh, I interrupted. You were you were going into the the what the experience is like. And I was just curious of that sharing so uh, I don't know if you had more to say on, on it was it. really eye-opening for me because yeah I was 19 and I had never seen someone use like anal beads before uh-huh. I love that or you're like, using the, <laughs> <laughs> the finger the little pointy finger to <laughs> <laughs> remember and 
then I, I feel like I learned a lot. Um, it sounds like they played with toys. Yeah, lots of toys. There was the she she needed the Hitachi magic wand to get off, and then she squirted at the end, and I was just I was just amazed. And then they like they, they do this thing afterwards where everyone like high fives each other because. <laughs> And like, why do they do that? Because it's so hard to make either of them orgasm. So they, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. So that's part of the whole thing too. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like he also made me feel really welcome because like, I also have a real hard time orgasming. So he asked, how do you masturbate? And he played with me like in a way that like made sense to me yeah. and felt good oh, and like, yeah, they asked a lot of like really good questions nice. nice yeah i like that question of how do you masturbate to figure out how to actually get you off because when you're masturbating you know how you <laughs> can make it off <laughs> yeah. you just assume other people know too yeah <laughs> yeah have you been in a in any kind of relationship where like the unicorn life has conflicted or like been a part of it like you mentioned that you were in the I don't know how it ended up turning out. It was a thruple, and then like I don't know how when it gets beyond that what the terminology is when you were dating. I the think man. I think they're called the confusing couple. <laughs> yeah, the confusing couple. <laughs> so you mentioned being in that relationship, but have you been in other relationships that was like, oh yeah, I'm also a unicorn, and this is happening. Are you cool with it? Like, has anything like that happened? I was in an open relationship. Okay. Um, and yeah, we had to create a lot of rules and set boundaries but ultimately he he learned a lot about himself and he realized like I he didn't want to be in an open relationship and yeah the relationship ended up not working out and uh, we did play with a couple in Mexico that was a very traumatic experience oh, no. <laughs> but yeah um Wait, sorry, what was the question? Yeah, again? basically what you're going into yeah. is I was curious like how that works whenever you decide to partner with somebody. Yeah, so I would let him know, hey, I'm going to go on a date with so-and-so and we're definitely going to have sex afterwards. Yeah. I would, Yeah, I would just be very transparent um, with him and, and we would talk about it before and afterwards. And he initially said, oh, I'm 100% okay with you doing that as right. long as you're not canceling our plans mm -hmm. um, to hang out with someone else or just like ditching me. Yeah. Well, I really love that he, in this relationship with you, he realized that this wasn't for him. Right. An open relationship wasn't his thing. And you realized with this first couple that that is your thing and yeah. that is something. So it is kind of taking a moment and realizing what, what works for you, kind of being open to it and seeing what you, what you want and yeah. what's good for you. And and I think it's that. super important, especially like talking about different couples and the couple that both wanted it, both both were very open about it, communicated properly. That's the most successful that you've experienced so far. Mm -hmm. And then other people that are like, uh, confusing you know, couples. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. it's something isn't working with between them, or somebody's like, oh, by the way, this is a thing that like I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to not know, mm -hmm. and now I'm telling you, and now we're married, and now you have to deal with it, or. You know, we're, we're, they have different ones. Like, if you were to try to make that relationship work where he's like, I don't want this, and you're like, I absolutely do, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be great. Yeah, with the two toxic couples, the, the thruple couple, they were open to polyamory, but I feel like the problem was the, the man, he, yeah, he would just omit information and just not be completely honest about stuff. 
yeah so yeah that's another situation like she was open to it yeah Um, she was open to the threesomes and orgies and just playing with other people but just like his lies yeah he like (laughs) wanted to manipulate the situation that was already like fine we can do anything you just have to talk about it yeah and he also wasn't kind to her. They were in a throuple situation where he took seven grand out of their investment account, and she she was really upset about that to yeah. pay for this like luxury hotel stay, and oh, like geez. he was buying the other woman like gifts and showering her with a lot of attention, and they were gossiping about her and calling oh, her geez. a workaholic and just not being really nice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's not cool. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he really but, didn't respect her feelings or her or their shared investment account. Right. Yeah. So like any in any relationship, no matter how many partners you have, if you have one toxic person, it's gonna tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> Takes one bad one bad person to ruin the whole thing. So um, now, as a unicorn, do you go out and find couples? And if you do. How do you how do you do that? Oh yeah, when you're not being bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, how do people find you too? So I'm not actively um, searching right now because okay. after dating the man in the and this is like really fresh. Like I just feel like okay. kind of traumatized yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if I were to go out and search, uh, there's websites like FetLife okay. and. Um, on OkCupid and Tinder, I often see couples, but I feel like in my personal experiences, it's always just happened to me instead of me actively seeking it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's yeah. funny, especially like how you talked about like your first sexual experience was a threesome, then the first time you meet someone on uh, an app, that ends up in being your first unicorn experience. So it's like, this is part. This is like gonna be part of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just like follows me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. The second couple, I actually met them through improv. Of course. <laughs> and they, um, they just like the the husband slid into my DMs and just okay. like asked <laughs> those DMs. Um, but they they did not yes and. <laughs> <laughs> well, he yesed and she knowed. <laughs> but she's, she's not a much of an improviser. <laughs> and then the third couple, I got into it because I was friends with him, or I was friends with them um, before the, the threesomes happened. But, and this is like really, this is probably, so they were talking about how much they hated their unicorn. Oh. And... I just thought I I can help you fix that. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was young, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, let me I'm let me mitigate unicorn. this situation. Yeah. <laughs> you need help? I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Help's on the way. <laughs> I love that people have multiple unicorns, and yeah. unicorn is rare. Like, how are these people finding all these so unicorns? Many. Yeah, I guess like Instagram, and like if you own a lingerie company, just go after your models. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That help. I know we had we have a caller. So we do have people that ask questions, and then certain people will have them call in to the show and ask questions. So we'll have Mike on the phone with you shortly. Awesome. Oh, and I um, the, the thing I said before, like, go after your models if you own a lingerie company. I meant that sarcastically. Please don't actually do that. <laughs> yeah, nobody take that Good seriously. Good clarification yeah. for Please. sure. Uh, don't go after here, your here. assistants. Or... This is non-sarcastically. Do not go after your models. Yeah. <laughs> or any other employees, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, 
mix it up Mike. This Hi is <laughs> This is Kirsten with Adult Buddies Finders. Hi Mike. And we are here hey with Natasha. Hey Natasha, how are you tonight? I'm good, how are you? I'm I'm doing well, thank you for asking. Just winding down, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I hear we ha you have a question for us. Yes, um, uh, if, if you don't mind, I would like to stay anonymous. Oh, okay. Uh, as you imagine, uh, Mix It Up Mike is not my real name. I want to make that um, very clear. Okay. And um, so a long story short, and my, my, my story goes, you know, I work long hours at the law firm. And, uh, you know, my wife has, and I haven't been doing so well in the relationship department. Um, and uh, I was wondering what we could do to spice it up. And uh, I hear you do some magical things, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well put. <laughs> so, sorry, was there a question in there? Yes, I would, to be blunt, I would like to, uh, I was wondering if you would uh, join my lady and I in the set, if you know what I mean. Well, you should work out whatever problems you have with your wife before inviting a third sexual partner into the relationship. And, like, first of all, like, do you even know if your wife is comfortable with another sexual partner? Oh, yes, she, she's very comfortable. We've tried a lot of different things. Actually, it's part of the reason why uh, I kind of am scared to do anything sexual with her because uh, one time uh, she tried to peg me during Bridgerton. And, uh, 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 it's not a show that I normally watch, and uh, it kind of scared me. Wait, oh. did you say she tried to peg you during Bridgerton? She, she tried to peg me during Bridgerton. It's a program. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. we all know it. Yeah, yeah I'm curious yes. what, 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 what titillated her there, but... Uh... <laughs> I haven't yes. seen it, but now I want to. I, 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 I didn't even know what that meant until uh, she tried to do it to me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry that you went through that, because yeah. I feel like with... As someone who has um, pegged people before, you, you need to start, like, really slowly, like, with a finger or, like, with a very, like, small butt plug before you just, like, get a full-on dildo. And oh, was it a full-on dildo, Mike? Uh, oh, I'd rather not discuss the okay. details. Okay, that's uh, fair. Let's just say it didn't end well. Oh, geez. And I had to uh, call out check the next day. Oh, wow. Well, yes. Yes. Uh, what would a, 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 a unicorn horn feel like? Uh, can you walk me through that? You know she's not a, a literal unicorn. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I was under the impression that you were a unicorn. Was, it, was the unicorn suggested was, by your wife? <laughs> I mean, she hinted at all these magical things and creatures. Uh, one time she dressed up as a as a tree creature, a dryad, and one time, uh, you know, she tried to do the whole Elsa thing, and uh, uh, none of it worked. And I just wanted to know if you can um, help me spice things up, if you know what I mean. I'm well, it sorry, sounds very I... spicy in there to me, but <laughs> it sounds kind of like you're a little afraid of, uh, your wife kind of seems to be kind of a, a, a sexual aggressor. Like, she's not afraid to go after what she wants. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about women empowerment, and um, I think the pegging was a little bit too far, what do you think? Well, I think the pegging was a red flag. I mean, I personally, like, no offense to your wife, but I, I don't want to play with you all just because of the 
lack of communication and boundaries that you talked about. Yeah, she didn't talk about the pegging beforehand, and she just, like, out of the blue tried to peg you. That's not cool. There are there are now boundaries. I tell her not to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair that's a fair response, and especially if you felt surprised and, uh, and it sounds like even a little hurt because you had a little little had needed some downtime, and it, yeah. it also sounds like you're kind of it's kind of carrying in. You mentioned that you were afraid to have sex with her yeah. because of this experience. So that's so would, would you would you like to join us is that uh, possible some uh, nights no thank you tuesdays <laughs> i'll be on tuesdays and wednesdays sometimes thursdays no thank you, know, you. Like, yeah I, soccer and, so you know. i think that you're you're gonna have to first have a conversation with your wife mm-hmm. uh, sounds very, like some mending needs to happen yeah yeah have a really thorough conversation with your wife about what she wants and what you want and be really super clear on that and then maybe slowly work your way up to the pegging with maybe just a finger. Yeah. Um, and the unicorn play, I think y'all can do that with the. Uh, I keep wanting to call it cosplay, but there's something else where you get to like you could dress up playing? as a role play. You could dress role up as play. a unicorn if you think that that would you know excite her with her fantasy. Uh, yeah, it sounds like desires. maybe you're leaning into more of the fantasy world than the... <laughs> the... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I have to be very honest with you. Uh, when you said unicorn, I was like, oh, unicorn, you yeah. have, it might save my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the... are, you, are you into fantasies? <sighs> oh, I, tell me yours. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Unicorn. <laughs> Well, I think for our our guest here today, they're not comfortable in joining your relationship, but it does sound like if you and your wife communicate that and you get more on the same page, based on based on this unicorn's experience, that's been her most favorite. So once you get that sorted out, you'll probably be able to, uh, and it will be a human, so you got to make sure you want the human. <laughs> Hold on, I'm writing the notes down. Okay. <laughs> human. Yes, yes. So, you know, talk to your wife and let her know that, like, you were a little surprised by that. It sounds like eventually it was consensual in some way, um, even though you, you, you seem a little – the, the initial interaction was definitely unplanned. Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Another word of I mean, advice, I, I don't think she it's – She tried, she tried, you know, uh, we tried to spice things up and, uh, you know, it didn't work out. Yeah, I think I think Natasha has another tip for you. Yeah, another word of advice. I don't think it's wise to just ask someone to be a unicorn out of the blue. Like I personally, as a unicorn, am way more comfortable if we have a conversation beforehand and see if we're even compatible and attracted to each other. So like a dinner beforehand uh, with no expectation that sex will happen later because... Like a normal date. Yeah, like a normal date. And then like if you're compatible, then great, let's go play later. But if not, then like I'm free to go. Yeah. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah, I like that. Not everyone's compatible. So take some... So, uh, so is this the right time to ask you for, uh, for dinner? Uh... <laughs> you're a sly one. You're yeah, a sly one. Yes. <laughs> you're very persistent. Some days. Go fix things with your wife first. <laughs> first first conversations, then dinner. 
how do I uh, approach this fear that I have then now? Yeah, I would talk. I would definitely tell your wife. I mean, because it sounds like she's open and having fun and probably thought you were having fun too. Um, so, you know, if she's she probably doesn't know that there's any issues. So if you could let her know, like, hey, this is what made me afraid. Here, Here's what I liked about it. Here's what I want to try next. And, you know, especially if you're looking to take next steps with adding even a third person into the mix then that's going to be really helpful for both of you. But I, I think there's no harm. I'd, I'd certainly want to know if I scared my partner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't mean to be too graphic. I hope you're not offended. No. Uh, no, we can get real uh, adults in the room. Yes, and, uh, this is anonymous, right? I just want to make sure this is anonymous. You are anonymous. And we, we absolutely appreciate you being honest and open because that's what we're hoping to do. We want people to talk about things that they want, things that are hard to talk about, things that are scary to talk about and to know like you have a safe place to talk about it and we're hopefully I know we got some chuckles and I hopefully that wasn't hurtful but we want you to feel like you know you can talk about anything and and this is a place to like be graphic be graphic (laughs) (laughs) I try new things you know I have to give myself credit that is, I, I give you credit for that. Yeah, yes. definitely trying new things is always good. And then, like we've talked about on this episode of saying, nope, nope, that's not my thing. Yep. That's not yeah. my yum. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one thing, though. Uh, what's my thing? Watching Bridgerton. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's your wife's Very thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you and your wife could have some fun with Bridgerton. Maybe. Ooh, I think oh, you yeah. need some, some role-playing with those characters. Absolutely. I think talk to her about that. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Natasha Unicorn. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, a plethora of uh, wonderful advice and uh, your parents did a wonderful job with you. Aww, Aww, that's sweet. Thank you. thank you so much for calling Thanks in. Thanks for calling Mike. Anonymous, anonymous caller. Yeah, yeah, Mix it up, Mike. That's his anonymous name. <laughs> Very clever. Yeah. Thank you so much. Can I give her your number? Your number? We're not doing any numbers listen, today, Mike. Listen to the full episode. <laughs> okay. All right. You have a wonderful night. All right, you too. Bye. (laughs) All right. That was great advice. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for answering his question. And at this point, we are so thankful for everything you shared with us. Yeah, anytime. But we'd love to know, how do you want to be contacted? And if it sounds like, not right now, not about unicorn stuff, but about comedy or anything else. Yeah, I can be found on Instagram, Natasha, Tina, L-I-U. I'm not actively seeking unicorn situations. Not because, like I mentioned before, I was like traumatized by someone, but, um, you know, it wasn't because of the unicorn lifestyle. It's just more so, like, the relationship was toxic. Like, any relationship that ends, you're going to need a debrief. You need that space. So I'm just kind of, like, rebuilding my life right now. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And just like any relationship, there's good ones and bad ones. Yeah. 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 So we can find you on Instagram, Facebook, at Natasha Tina Lou. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Not for unicorn stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Non unicorn. (laughs) Oh, and there's one last thing I want to mention because it was a mistake I made. um, So I don't want people making the same mistake I made. If um, one person in the couple asks to play with you solo definitely check out check in with the other person beforehand i i made the same mistake twice like both disastrous disastrous oh really 
yeah like in the first situation the wife got really really upset and um they're divorced now okay (laughs) and in the second situation um yeah she was really mad at me for not consulting her beforehand and felt very betrayed okay yeah yeah Yeah, especially like as i'm thinking a lot of our listeners might be interested in both sides of it how to get some in your relationship and then how if you're interested in this how to do that and i think those little tips like that were how to not fall into some of the pitfalls unfortunately that you've experienced he might say it's okay and say that she agreed to it but you got to hear it from her too yeah Yeah, because you are in, uh, well, you're not in a relationship, but you are kind of an extension of the relationship. So it makes sense to have that communication with her as well. And yeah, I would assume I would be like, he said it's fine, it's fine. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. He would never lie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's excellent information. Yeah, thank you so much. Now we know more about being unicorn and that it's a human. Yeah, <laughs> anyone can do it. <laughs> oh, but you have to be an excellent communicator. Excellent. I mean, let's face it, everybody in a relationship, whether it's just sexual or romantic or yeah. anything or friendship, be a good communicator. I know. Good luck with that because that's not easy for anyone. No. <laughs> and no, don't be a dick work. and use protection. Yes. Yes. And switch if you're switching partners. I like that. Protection. Switch protection. Switch protection. <laughs> switch partners. <laughs> adult buddy finders it was i thought fun to learn more about unicorns it was really fun i learned so much i'm so excited to have this knowledge (laughs) and of course like like every episode we're like there's probably more there's more that we need to know there's so much more i'm so intrigued but what if you heard anything on the on this episode that you want to know more about, we're going to keep information in our show notes and on our website, adultbuddyfinders.com. That's where you can see Natasha's social media again in case you didn't write it down. You can copy and paste it easily. Nice and easy. And stay tuned for our next tease show. Em. <laughs> tease them. Because. Give them a tease. I'm going to give you a little tease for the next episode. <laughs> it's I, called a teaser. Mm, and it is so teasing. Yes. And pleasant. Our next episode is with a very sultry, very incredible woman who does dominatrix work. Yes. I'm sorry, did dominatrix. I should be right. She's a current uh, audio book recorder for For erotic books. books. But we didn't talk about that even, really. No, we didn't even get into that, which I think um, that's pretty exciting. Uh, go check out those erotic books. <laughs> well, after you listen to the show. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. That's dominatrix, right? Yes. Go listen now, you filthy little listener, you dirty eared listener. God, she's, I'm good. She's a good dominatrix. That's what she thinks she's going to be. And Natasha, thank you again for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, share this episode with someone you find magical. Oh, all right. That's good it. advice for a magical unicorn. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. See you Bye. next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>